Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FC radio show here on KVXL 94.1 FM. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director of FCA here in Idaho. And in the studio today is two special friends all the way from another state, all the way from Anacortes, Washington, Matthew and Michelle Keltner. Guys, welcome to Heart of the Athlete today. Thank you. It's Thanks good so to be much. with you. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, we're super excited about um getting together with you guys you guys are you guys are on staff with fca and and tell us about your role with fca up there in northwest washington all right um in we have four counties in northwest washington san juan skagit island and whatcom county it's at the very northwestern corner of the northwest uh and um right up there by canada yeah right? yeah we're right up against canada so um we uh, after um, I'm the multi-area director, we're hiring staff up there and we're very excited to see what God is doing in schools from Whatcom to Island County. And uh, Michelle is- Yeah, I work primarily in Skagit County and I'm an area representative there and Matt is my boss. <laughs> <laughs> so works out pretty well. We know how that goes huh? in a marriage. <laughs> but Michelle, you've also been coaching volleyball too, right? Up there? Yeah, yeah. So I've coached volleyball for 25 years. Wow. And um, most recently I was a head coach at um, a high school there and currently I'm coaching at a club there, moving forward into possibly starting an FCA club up in that area. So wow, volleyball's exciting. big. So. so club, like an FCA club team. Yes, we're we're working on what that's going to look like, how that will transpire. So praying about it, working with some other local coaches. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's huge. There's so many. I mean, the club sports scene continues to grow, and I know our hearts with FCA is to to do club sports in a different way you know, to do sports God's way. And um, I mean, there's so many good things that can come out of that. But um, I remember uh, Jeff Duke, he talked about that sports in and of itself doesn't necessarily, with no intentionality, does not necessarily produce good character. People just assume they held around a team, right? They're going to get teamwork and stuff. But that's not necessarily true, is it? No, no. So that's, I mean, that is primarily one of our focuses is working with coaches to encourage them towards godliness and encourage them in a way in which they can grow and therefore that sports will be a positive thing. Yeah. 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 Amen. Well, I bet that's exciting for you, Matt, as you're looking at, you know, seeing some club teams start to develop there. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, um, yeah, really excited about that. That's kind of a new emphasis in, in FCA in the last, at least across the country, that's a new emphasis. And we're we're thrilled about that because it doesn't seem like sports uh, with kids is slowing down much. Uh, and it seems like it's kind of migrating from schools into clubs and more specialized applications of sports. And with all the freedoms that come to be able to coach um in club environments where you can really coach with a real sense of purpose and gospel focus in the way you, you coach. It's, it's very exciting. Yeah. And I think the opportunity as well to have a, you know, a healthy rhythm 
um, with, with families, right? I mean, there's so much of club sports is like, Oh my gosh, you know, you hear parents are so tired because they get games all the time and they're going 10, 11, maybe even almost 12 months a year. But with FCA saying, Hey, family's important. There's some downtime, you know, those kinds of things. I think it's, it, it's a way for us to introduce some more healthier rhythms within that sport, you know, Absolutely. Having gone through it with our kids, you know, we we had five children all uh, gone to college and played at, at NAIA or a division three level uh, college sports. And and when we were in the thick of it, we had five kids and one was really into gymnastics. One was really into something else. One was really and something's got to give. You can't you can't you know, you can't be everywhere across the state going to all these chasing <laughs> right. these things. So you, you try as parents, you try to find a club or an environment that was respectable in the sense of the quality of sports and the training they were receiving, but also kind of shared your heart for, we can't spend our entire lives. Well, practically because we had five, you know, four other children that we were, you know, we were trying to raise. So, um, so it, it, yeah, I totally agree that it, sports can get a little crazy, and for families trying to find that balance, you got to find a club that suits your philosophy and the values of your family. Right. Yeah, that's so good. Well, and just the opportunities too to to minister to parents through a club sport as you get yeah. to know those families and know those parents and and point them to Jesus. I, I know that our local U14 baseball team here in the Nampa area, that's FCA U14. I think Sean said uh, 90% of the team was unchurched yeah. of yeah. the, of the families. Yep. So these are families looking for something different. Yep. At the same time, we can build relationships, spend time engaging with them and getting to know them and seeing the Lord work in the parents' lives too. I mean, that's, that's exciting, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think too, with the club sports, we're, you know, we're also, um, we have a guy that's going to possibly do baseball for us because we, that's already going in a lot of areas. So that's going to be one that we can pick up and learn from as well. But that's what um, we're talking about the, those opportunities with parents um, that they're there, especially with the younger kids, they're there all the time with their kids. And so um, we've always, we have always, when we had younger kids, we were always using that opportunity to build relationships with the parents. And I think about like, if we're actually leading with our faith base, that that's going to give us more opportunity in which to have those conversations with families and that our coaches are trained in how to do that as well. So. Oh, amen. Amen. Well, um, exciting stuff, you know, volleyball and maybe some baseball up there in Northwest Washington, a beautiful part of Mm -hmm. our country, beautiful part of our region. And, and, uh, um, which is part of why you guys are here in Idaho this week. (laughs) You guys are down here for the Northwest SCA sport camp and uh, um, we're excited to have you guys back and, and be a part of our staff. And, uh, uh, and it's just a blessing to get to know you guys, but tell us a little bit about what you're, you know, why you guys, why you're bringing kids, you got bringing a bunch of campers and some huddle leaders down here. Why for you guys are you, do you keep coming back down here to, to Idaho for this camp? 
Well, I think the um, Matt and I met in camping ministry, not sports camp, but in camping ministry. And so we feel like it's a great opportunity to bring students away from their normal environments and let them really focus on their spiritual life. And so that's kind of the, the, the that was the beginning piece. I think the next piece is that we, our first real experience with FCA was here at camp. That's right. And when we first came on staff, this was one, the big, first big thing that we did. And we really fell in love with FCA, with the staff, with the people, with the, the mission um, during camp. And also for us as a family, um, it made, it has made a huge impact on the lives of our five children as they experience camp. And so part of our heart for it is that if we know the life change that can happen at camp and, um, you know, being, being a coach for all these years and being at lots of different camps, knowing that this one, it can change a life It's maybe they'll get better at their sport, but ultimately their lives can be changed. And so that's so valuable. And that's why we'll drive campers in an unair conditioned van for nine hours to <laughs> yeah, 570 <laughs> miles or something yeah. 575 yeah. or something right about that yeah it's a long trip yeah uh, what about for you matt i think that um for me the camping ministry that camping experience is especially when you get kind of a critical mass of kids together um oftentimes in public schools or uh, just in in life in general um, the, 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 the connection, the Christian connection, people go to different churches. They are maybe a little constrained to share their faith, you know, at younger ages, um, and older ages, uh, con constrained to share their faith. Um, and their because their faith in some ways hasn't been their own. Um, it's been, they've been carried along by their parents' faith. Mm -hmm. And so you get into a situation like this at camp, where the kids get to experience God and the Holy Spirit moving through this, this whole community that is built. And then the, the faith formation, um, yes, it's a mountaintop experience. And yes, they will return to say, quote unquote, normal life elsewhere, which this is normal life for this week, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they get to experience the sweetness, the the fellowship, the care, mm -hmm. this real intentional environment we're we're creating that can be created. It's almost proof that it can right. exist. Right. And then they can the the whole hope and goal is that they would experience God here and then take that back into the environments their their everyday environments. Right. Because we know that God um, cares deeply about the communities that they come from. Right. It's, it's not just right. from what they're going to receive here. It's what they're going to be able to take in and then that's going to overflow from their lives, both in huddle leaders as well as campers lives. So, yeah. and then into their families, et cetera. So, yeah. Well, that's, it's cool to hear you guys articulate those things. It makes me think too. I mean, we have a pretty super tight schedule. Got a lot of people. We got to keep things as, far, as tight as we can. We ask the kids to unplug for the weekend, leave their phones at home. We even have a cell phone check on check-in station during check-in registration. I know some parents get wigged out about that a little bit, but we want them to unplug. Kind of like when we grew yeah. up, we didn't have cell phones right. back in the right. late seventies and eighties when we grew up, and right. and 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 so um, those things help as well. And then also implementing what you guys are talking about, some of those things of some of the spiritual disciplines of of what a quiet time is, and and, and reading the Word of God, and and to study, and to 
be in a small group and to dialogue about the word of God and what that means for our practical lives in 2022. And, and then also, you know, you know, Michelle, you mentioned the draw of the sports. Um, many kids come here with their eyes on the sport, right? They're, you know, that's, right. they love that sport. They almost worship it, right. worship the creation. And we try to help point their eyes to the creator. And um, so it, it's fun. It's a challenge. It's exciting. It's, yeah. it's, it's fun to link arms with other staff like you and um, to be a part of this and to see I these think, parents. Yeah. I, I think one of the things too about it is when um, these student athletes and also the huddle leaders who are the college students that come when they see that there is these other people throughout this area throughout you know these few states that are seeking the lord and trying to follow after christ and are good at sports good at mm -hmm. the things that they're trying to be good at mm -hmm. that's just a real eye-opener to them because they maybe haven't had those relationships before yeah. and um then those are relationships that they can even continue on in like our yeah. our kids have relationships from camp from the last four years that, that they they text each other regularly you know one yeah. One of the huddle leaders of our daughter texts her for two years every single day about a Bible verse. Wow, praise know? God. So, yeah, so scripture memory and, yeah. and, and implement in their lives that it, it wasn't just a historical book. It's yeah. Jesus, it's his living word, and and it's relevant to June of 2022. Yeah. Um, exactly. And because it's his living word. Yeah. yeah. He speaks through the word. And then prayer, that's yeah. another element we have in camp and yeah. worship. Yeah. And, uh, and so exciting stuff and, you know, to implement these spiritual disciplines that are part of discipleship and then hopefully like follow up, like you mentioned. So, right, right. well, folks, if you're just joining us today here on heart of the athlete, I'm visiting today with Matt and Michelle Keltner, who are on staff with the fellowship of Christian athletes in Northwest Washington, uh, more, uh, kind of the Anacortes Mount Vernon area up there, Skagit County and uh, all up there. So, well, yeah, I want to shift gears just a little bit. Um, you know, we're here talking about camp and uh, getting ready for that. But I, I want to, you know, ask you, what's what's your guys' athletic background and coaching background? Obviously, volleyball for you, Michelle. But mm -hmm. uh, what, what about your athletic background and coaching backgrounds for you guys? Well, coaching background for me is uh, minimal, though I am Michelle's uh favorite assistant volleyball coach. <laughs> um, so we coach, you have a title, yeah, yeah. You have a special title. Yeah. They, they get confused. Like which one's coach Keltner. Right? Uh, they call it. Yeah. So they call her miss and they call yeah. her mister. So, um, so uh, yeah, I coached early on in my, I was a baseball player. That was what I played the most uh, after, you know, I, I went in the military after high school, so I didn't really walk on or try to play baseball in college, but uh, loved baseball, played my entire life. And, years and years of it. And so I coached little league when I was, you know, when a young college age kid, I love that. Um, but primarily it's been of late, it's been assisting Michelle as she's kind of our career coach in our family. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, Michelle's. Yeah. Part. So I, I grew up in Southern California. So played a lot of volleyball, played beach volleyball, played through, you know, at that time club stuff was just starting, but was really big already in California. So I played on some really nice teams there and um, went and uh, played a little bit of college ball, never actually in season because of injuries, but played at a big school down in California. And then shortly after Matt and I got married, started coaching club and um, have coached at, you know, a, a small four year school uh, college, as well as 
high school, club volleyball, middle school. So um, kind of at every level, not not any of the big D1 stuff, but all the stuff that has been around us and um, has have done some overseas stuff as well as we lived in the Dominican Republic. So it's been kind of always a part of our life. So we had three girls, we have five children, three girls, two boys. And so those three girls just kind of came into my world. The volleyball <laughs> yeah. World. It's like, people say, well, you know, it, was it bothersome to, you know, to bother the girls that they got coached by their mom or whatever. And I was like, no, because I was there first. I didn't like come in and try to take over. They came in and joined me and what <laughs> yeah. we were already doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and of course your boys played basketball, football, baseball too. Uh, no, that's the sad thing about the whole situation. <laughs> none of them, none of them. That's a, it's a no failure. softball. It's a lot softball? of failure. No, 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 only like the little you know peewee stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I yeah. think I think the rhythm of baseball. It's an acquired taste, and if you don't start at a young age and love it, mm-hmm. there is a slower rhythm to baseball that you kind of fall in love with. Oh and, yeah, and our our kids, um, just none of them kind of connected with. You know, yeah. they were just too active, wanting to be too busy. Yeah. And there's a lot of finer skills. I yeah. mean, you know, in baseball, it's just a rhythm. There's a rhythm to baseball. It's different. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I wish they would have. I wish they would have, but uh, <laughs> they didn't. So. Yeah. Levi chose football and Jesse is basketball. basketball. So yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, it's neat yeah. to have them all serving at camp here. Yeah. yeah. And, that's uh, amazing. Four of the leaders and then your oldest being involved with our medical staff. So yeah. we're excited about that. That's yeah. a blessing yeah. to us too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you um, a little bit about um, your calling, your calling mm-hmm. in FCA and and why why FCA? We'll start with you, Matt. You know, why FCA for you being called to come on staff? And of course, we have a lot of a lot of volunteers you know, here locally and you guys we have lots of volunteers and board members, donors. They're called too. it's called in a different way, but it, you're, you're called your life to FCA. Why for you, Matt? I think um, early on in our marriage, I think we were just, we were, you know, nine months in, we were just kind of just going to church, volunteering at a youth group, this kind of thing. And um, this is 30, 30 plus years ago now. And uh, so we took a, uh, just took a chance and went overseas on a mission trip. And, uh, and, you know, for two years, it was a two year commitment, went overseas working with high school students overseas. And that led to me wanting to get in more into God's word because I felt inadequate to be able to really know and be able to teach God's word. So I went to school for a bachelor of education degree. And then we went right back to that same ministry with young people, uh, high school students. And and then we returned to the States because now we were full on 12 years into kind of mission work and in ministry. And I took a job at a couple local churches for about another 12 14-year window. And there was there was this, I think, a always a longing to um, that the gospel and the ministry wouldn't, as uh, as valuable as Sunday morning is and worship and, and the community of the, the that happens on Sunday and the mm-hmm. teaching of God's word, as valuable as that is, there's something about lay level ministry, just people out there in the streets and their vocation, the, the carpenter, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 whatever, pick a vocation mm-hmm. that that is ministry too. And something that, you know, that I think it was so powerful and something that maybe isn't spoken of enough that, that life, your life is your vocation where yeah. you spend all that time. And since really all our kids 
we're all doing sports all the time. It was like, it was like this kind of aha moment, like, well, sports, there's so much potential to, to, to connect with people, rub shoulders. Yeah. And it was taking us into those environments all the time. And with the coaches that were investing in our kids and that kind of thing, uh, we just saw that God kind of used our kids to kind of open our eyes. And obviously Michelle being in coaching, it's from early on, it's always been a ministry for her with the young ladies that she was coaching. So it kind of God used that ministry experience, the missions experience to see, to, to open our eyes to, Hey, there's a, a whole world that puts a lot of priority on sports and, and like, who's, who's working in that world. And so that, that's kind of the journey that God brought us on to yeah. throw with in cooperation with the local church, directing our, you know, you know, guiding our hearts through that. I don't yeah. know if you have anything to add to that. Yeah. I think so much of what you said is just right on as far as the um, just the, our experiences as we m- matured in our family as a couple, at, you know, it was like we had ministry stuff, we had coaching stuff, sports stuff, and it all, I, you know, it was like this big platform that God had been building. And then I feel like when um, Matt, one of Matt's pastoral, pastoral jobs ended in 2017, we were like uh, looking for like, gosh, we love sports. We love Jesus. Like maybe we should open our own gym, you know, like we, we, we could do like basketball and volleyball in here. And, and then we met with somebody who introduced us to FCA and we're like, wait, this is exactly who we are. You know, this fits <laughs> yeah, us exactly. Yeah. Like God has been preparing us for this mm-hmm. and it takes all these elements that we um, really have been growing in and strong in. And it, it's all together. And so when we started meeting other FCA staff, we were like, Oh, these are our people. And we just see that God, Mm -hmm. you know, the the experiences that we've had that God has prepared us to be effective and to, to be working in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, wow. That's awesome. So it gets me fired up. You guys share that, you know, it just renews me. And I, you know, what a special couple that you guys are that God's called to Northwest Washington. You know, we, our family, you know, my wife is from that North Seattle area. We spent a lot of time in the Salmon Islands and, you know, Rosario Beach and Bowman yeah. Bay, the campground and been up to Quaker Cove several oh, times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some family rooms uh-huh. up there, crabbed off in, in the, in the <laughs> sound there. And yeah, man, uh, just very fond of that area. The Tulip Festival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys yeah. Got, got a lot going on up there. And, yeah. and so um, that's, it's so very special to hear how God has called you guys on, on mission. Yeah. yeah you guys sure. are missionaries to that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exciting. Well, um, we just have a couple minutes here left uh, today, you guys. And um, I know um, our camp theme is every this year. And then our, our, our theme last year was pursue, pursue every, if you put those two together, which, you know, um, and, and we're, we're, our theme is out of the book of Ephesians. And I was just curious you know, maybe just just a little thirty second uh, from each of you. You know, what is what has the Lord been Holy Holy Spirit been talking to you about this every theme this year out of the Book of Ephesians? Start with you, Michelle. Maybe just God has been showing me that He is enough for every part of our lives, and that I need to trust Him in that. 
and trust him in that in our ministry with our each of our students as well mm -hmm. and that he's enough for every part of their lives as well mm -hmm. sometimes that our culture seems so overwhelming and yet god's showing me i i'm enough for you i have mm -hmm. everything under is under me and everything for your students for your own children for your mm -hmm. own athletes for your own coaches you know everything mm -hmm. yeah. is is under me and i'm not unawares of anything that is yeah. happening so that's um, good excited to continue to dig into that and trust him in those areas yeah, yeah. so cool what about you matt I would say that um, it's not directly from that Ephesians uh, scripture, but um, I would say that every person, every human being made in God's image, mm. valuable and loved by him, yeah. will find the ultimate fulfillment that they're looking for. And right. some people throw up a lot of, you know, smoke screens or, or defenses to, to avoid that. But I just, every human being, that's how we're designed, created by him and for him. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, that that's just, as we go into this camp, I'm excited. We're going to have however many people here, each one loved and, and paid for by the work of Jesus. Yes, and I just, and, and how mm. just coming together, how we can learn from one another yeah. and how God is at work in them on us in the same way we're at work yeah. with Jesus yeah. on them, just that community um, of faith and just how God, is at work and, and, and he's seeking and pursuing each, every person. Yes. So, oh, amen. Well, that's so good. You guys, man, this time's flown by. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, wish we could keep on going really, but, uh, but thanks so much for taking time today to be on heart of the athlete and, uh, and thanks for serving. I mean, it's an honor to serve along both you and link arms with you guys. Mm -hmm. And thanks for all your help and, and, uh, and all the kids you guys are bringing down and the huddle leaders, the, the support staff that you guys recruit to be a part of this thing. So, yeah. and I know that it's a blessing, you know, back at your, in your area too. Yeah. So, well, folks, uh, we've been visiting today with Matt and Michelle Keltner on staff with the fellowship of Christian athletes up there in Northwest Washington. And guys, thanks again for being Thank on. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.